Hello, everyone, and welcome to And Let's Be Heard for Thursday, July 28th, 2022. I'm Mike Gachapoli. Well, we had a victory, and something I alluded to earlier in the week, and I had talked about the uh, the, the victory that we have in L.A., where they wanted to do another mask mandate where Barbara Farrar, the, the Wicked Witch of the West, the Crypt Keeper, uh, wanted to do another mask mandate. And there was some finally some pushback after – look, this is three years now basically. This is the third year of this. And finally, after how many mask mandates? I can't even keep track of how many we've had locally, citywide, countywide, statewide in California – since April of, of, of 2020, but I'm thinking four or five at least. Finally, there was some pushback from the city council and pushback from business owners and pushback from cities within L.A. County like Long Beach and uh, Beverly Hills and others that said they were not going to comply. So basically half of L.A. County said they weren't just they, the cities themselves. Forget about the people, the cities themselves, the people who run the cities said they were not going to comply. And so she had to drop it. Now, she gave a bullshit reason why she dropped it. This is how stupid they think we are. This is how dumb they think we are. Up until today, okay, for the last 12 days, they were saying that come Friday, the 29th, tomorrow, or today, depending on when you're listening to this, they were saying come Friday, the 29th, they were definitely going to be putting back a mass mandate. The numbers were just kept on going up and they weren't going down. And they have to do it because of that. Cases, of course, cases. And so Bobby Farrar gave a bullshit excuse that, oh, the cases have automatically have suddenly in the last 10 hours gone down because people complied. People wore masks on their own. This is how stupid they think we are. That since she said a week and a half ago they were going to put the mask mandate back, people on their own did this. You know, for the greater good, they put masks back on. And the numbers went down. Now, of course, no one put masks back on. In fact, people, more people every day are taking the masks off. And on top of that, the numbers didn't change. The numbers did not change. They're exactly the same numbers. The numbers today are the exact same CDC guideline numbers putting L.A. County in the high category of cases as they were yesterday and a week ago. Nothing has changed. But Barbara Farrar, because she has egg on her face, can't say, well, we did, we, we're not doing the mandate because of the pushback, because people finally said we're not going to comply. That's why we're not doing the mask mandates. She can't say that. She can't say they punched me in the nose and I had to back down. So she comes with this bullshit excuse that, oh, people started wearing them again on their own. Yeah, on their own. And the numbers went down, even though no one started to wear masks and the numbers stayed exactly the same. They did not change at all. They did not go down to the medium category. They stayed in the high category. This is how stupid they think we are. This is that people, people all of a sudden in the last 24 to 48 hours complied and the numbers dropped. How stupid do they think we are? I think I'm answering my own question. They think we're pretty fucking stupid. But we know the real reason. We know the real reason. Because the bully was punched in the nose. People said they weren't going to comply. Entire cities said they weren't going to comply. And so, like I have said for the last 
what, eight, nine months I've been doing this podcast, if you don't comply, their power evaporates. The wicked witch melts when you throw water on them. Don't comply. This is the answer. L.A. and the wonderful counties and people of L.A. showed us. The second largest city in the country, 10 million people this would have affected. They showed us if you punch the bully in the nose, they slink away. This is the blueprint. L.A. has given us a blueprint. As much as I hate to give L.A. any kind of credit, because I normally hate L.A. with every fiber of my being, but I have to give them some credit. They really stood up. And it's a big deal. It's a very big deal. So this is the blueprint we have to use throughout this country, where they want to shut us down or lock us down or make us wear masks or force us to get vaccines over COVID or monkeypox or polio or the flu or some other virus that they will soon come up with. We have to say, no, we're just not going to comply. Make us. It sounds, it sounds juvenile, right? Make me. But that's what we have to say. And they can't. They simply can't. So thank you, L.A., for this great blueprint. So we had a great victory early in the day. And then, of course, San Francisco has to ruin it by declaring, I guess it was London Breed, declaring a state of emergency. And Grant Colfax, the health director, declaring a state of emergency now over monkeypox. The Democrats just can't stop declaring states of everything's an emergency, emergency, emergency. Everything's an emergency to the Democrats. It's as though they want, they love sickness and emergencies. They want everyone to feel sick forever. That's what they want. They want everyone to feel sick forever. But what they really want, what they really want is people to be beholden to the government forever. They want people to be beholden to big government forever. To get on our knees and look up at big government and say, oh, please help us. Please help us. That's what they want. That gets them excited. It gets them going. It gets them aroused. This is all the Democrats have is this power. And they've seen over the last three years so they can wield it. And they can declare something an emergency and get whatever they want. So this is the point of this. And now, of course, they're saying they're declaring this an emergency not to lock us down or make us wear masks. But, of course, they can if they wanted to but to get vaccines, to get more vaccines in. So someone told me San Francisco has like 750,000 back. There are only like 500,000 people left here. Okay, about a quarter million people left here. Don't believe the numbers you hear that 6% of the population left between June of 20 and June of 2021. About 20% of the population left in the 2021 calendar year alone. We lost about 150,000 people here. There were only 800,000 before that. So San Francisco has probably lost 25, 30% of their population over the last two and a half years. So we have many more vaccines now than we have people, okay? And especially since it's geared towards gay men, we have plenty of vaccines here because there are hardly any gay men left here. It's straight techies that run this city now, that rule this city. Gay men are the small minority here now, in case you haven't heard. Um, So... This is ridiculous. This whole idea of everything is giving more money to Big Pharma. It's all about stuffing Big Pharma's pockets. You see, if they had any courage here, if they had any balls, the Democrats in cities like New York, New York also did the state of emergency. 
Hey, New York and San Francisco, what do they have in common? Anyway, they did the state of emergencies. If they had any balls, they would say, you know what? Since this affects 80, 90% of the gay community, most of it's the gay community this affects. Just, you know, you know, you know what? Let, let's, don't have the orgies right now. Wait, wait till, wait till, you know, maybe wait till the end of the year to have the orgies. Wait till Christmas. You know, just cut down a little bit. Just relax. Chill out a little bit. But they don't have the balls to say that. So what they do is they, they throw vaccines at the situation. Just get your vaccines, then you can have your orgies. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely insane. It really is. Or you can simply say, you know what? This is mainly affecting the gay community. It's mainly affecting people with multiple sex partners. And what they mean by multiple sex partners isn't necessarily that you have sex with three different people this month. It's like many people at once. It's called an orgy. It's called sex parties, raves. If you don't want to get the monkeypox, don't do that. If you want, if you don't mind getting the monkeypox, then go ahead and do that. Let adults make decisions for themselves. Let adults be adults and make decisions. You give them the information. This is mostly affecting the gay community. We're seeing 79.28% of the cases traced back to the gay community. 95% of the cases are traced back to parties and orgies and raves and, and having multiple sex partners. So if you want to do that, there's your information. That's it. But they don't have the courage to do that, you see. And that's not stuffing the pockets of Big Pharma. So they're going with the fucking vaccines again. Hey, maybe these vaccines will actually work. I don't know if they actually work or not. I, I, I have no clue. I know the last ones didn't. I know the ones we just had four times didn't work. So I don't know. Maybe this one works. But let adults make their own decisions. Okay, don't just stuff the pockets of big pharma and declare an emergency, hairs on fire, fear and hysteria, nonsense. We know this mostly affects the gay community and within that community, a very specific kind of behavior. So give the people the information they need to make the right decision. And part of the information has to be that most of these cases are mild and there have been no deaths in this country, I think five around the world. Give the right information. Give the adults the real facts for once. And don't just lie and stuff the pockets of Big Pharma and don't have the balls to tell the truth. So everything's a state of emergency to Democrats. That's all they, all they know how to do is basically tax and spend and waste. Tax, spend, and waste. And do things that don't work. Throw money at everything. Yes, state emergency. We have more money, more vaccines, more billions to big pharma. It's not necessary. It's not necessary for everyone to get this vaccine. It's not even necessary for everyone in the gay community to get this vaccine. You tell the people the information they need to make their own decisions as adults. That's it. But once again, this would be the courageous thing to do. This would be the right thing to do. This would be the common sense thing to do. But no, instead, let's just. Declare a state of emergency and get everyone vaccinated again for the fifth time in the last eight. Do you know this is five vaccines in the last 18? Do you know how sick that is? I want you to understand this. This would be five jabs. If you get every one, they want you to get the four COVID. They want you to get the one monkey. If you got all the vaccines they wanted, this would be five, not including two flu shots. Right, because we had two winters, right? 2021 coming on. 20. So not a, this, would be, this would be a third flu. This would be eight shots less than two years. Does anyone think what that does to your system, what that does to the immune system? Has anyone thought that 
Maybe that's why these diseases are becoming, maybe why we're getting monkeypox now, why more people are getting COVID, why supposedly there's a case of polio. Maybe it's because our immune systems have been shot to death by all these vaccinations. Does anyone pause to think what eight jabs in 18 months of all different varieties do to your system? Has anyone thought about that? We're adults. These are, it's not children. I know you get a series of vaccines when you're children, but those vaccines are tried and true. And even those vaccines, but there are too many of them. I just saw a chart that showed the vaccinations from the 50s to now. And it's like 20 times as many vaccinations as there were in the 50s. And we wonder why kids get sick. We wonder why they have all these problems. It's too much. And obviously it stops the pockets of Big Pharma. Big Pharma loves it. Big Pharma would like 20 more different kinds of vaccines. That's their business. They're in the business of that, of making money off of therapeutics and vaccines and charging too much for drugs. Of course, the, the progressives supposedly, again, the Democrats supposedly, those are Republicans, right? Those are Republicans who like to stuff the pockets of Big Pharma. Not, not Democrats. Those are Republicans, remember? Yeah, okay. All right. All right, Bernie. Where's Bernie been? I'm sure Bernie's gotten all of his big pharma jabs, right? All of his big pharma jabs, I'm sure Bernie has gotten. After complaining for seven years and two campaigns about how how evil big pharma is and how we have to stomp down on big pharma and stop the profits. How much have the progressives given them over the last two and a half years? How much have the Democrats given them over the last two and a half years. So this is the thing. So we had one success today with the end of the mask mandate idea again in LA. And then I wouldn't call it a setback with the state of emergency, although you can bet your ass that many people in San Francisco and New York, gay or not, are going to be lining up for these monkeypox vaccines, just like they lined up for the COVID vaccines. The same people who took the COVID vaccines and they've seen they had not worked. They've seen they haven't worked at all, and they've had side effects up the ass, are going to take the monkeypox vaccine, too. I, I, I don't know. I, I've gone to a doctor, and I've been told, well, mate, you should get the shingle. You're, you're 50 now. You should get the shingles. You should get the diphtheria. You should get the one where everything's combined. I'm thinking, in one shot, in, in, in one visit, I'm not going to do that. If I get them, if they're going to be in separate visits, I'm going to give my system a chance. I mean, it's ridiculous. And no one is talking about this. No one is talking about this. Seriously, many, many people by the end of this year will have had four, eight jabs in less than two years. Flu, COVID, and monkeypox. And then they'll wonder why the next disease comes around so quickly. Why people are getting colds all of a sudden? Why the flu's? Why why the flu's? You guarantee the flu is going to be more prevalent in upcoming years because of our the way we've destroyed our immune systems with all these shitty vaccines, these these worthless, nonsensical vaccines for ninety percent of the society. Like I said, the idea is to give adults, and this is the difference right now, I believe, between the Republican and Democrat Party. The Republican Party believes in giving the adults the information. Okay, the true information and letting adults decide what they want to do, not lying about it and forcing people. That's what Democrats have been all about, lying about the data 
and then forcing people to get them, the vaccines. Lying about the vaccines and then forcing people to get the vaccines, as opposed to the Republican Party, which is telling the truth about the vaccines and then make letting adults make their own decisions on whether they want them or they don't. And we know the Democrats lied. We know people lie because we have uh, jerks. We have Deborah Jerks. Here, this is Deborah Jerks, Burks, in the uh, on December 15, 2020, just as the COVID vaccines had been rolled out, this is what she said on ABC. December 15, 2020, this is one of the most highly effective vaccines we have in our infectious disease arsenal. Pretty confident, huh? Well, a few days ago, July 22nd of this year, she told Fox, uh, I knew these vaccines were not going to protect against infection. And I think we all played the vaccines. No, she didn't say, she, this is the interesting thing. She didn't say, I was wrong about these vaccines. I misjudged them. She said, I knew they were not going to protect against infection. Yet in December of 2020, she confidently said, this is one of the most highly effective vaccines we have in our infectious disease arsenal. And the truth is, it's the opposite. It's the shittiest vaccine ever developed. It's the shittiest vaccine ever known to mankind. So she lied. She admitted Uh, She admitted a year and a half later that she lied without admitting she lied. She said, I knew these vaccines were not going to protect against infection. And I think we overplayed them. So if she knew they weren't, shouldn't she be in jail? She lied. Millions of people died. She lied. She lied. She should be in jail. Why? Why did she lie? Well, come on, it's obvious. So her friends in Big Pharma could make money, could make billions of dollars. If she had told the truth on December 15th, 2020, you would have hurt the vaccine rollout and Big Pharma would have made less money because fewer people would have gotten the vaccine based on what she said if she had told the truth. So the idea is no one's even asking, okay, you think you overplayed them. Well, why did you overplay them? Why did you overplay them? Because you wanted people to get them because that put money in the pockets of Big Pharma, right? That's why you did it. And you promised people that these vaccines would get us back to normal. And fast forward to two years later, and uh, it hasn't happened, has it? It hasn't happened. So she lied. And of course, Fauci lied. And Atlas told us this. Scott Atlas told us this. When Trump brought him in eight months too late in the summer slash fall of 2020, and he sat down with, with jerks and fraudgy and, and, uh, and, and uh, red face, and they had no clue what was going on. Atlas had all this information, not only about the vaccine, you know, but there weren't vaccines yet, but there were, he had all this information about COVID, who was getting it, who wasn't, all this data, all this real data. And they didn't want to hear it. He said, I was shocked at how they just didn't want to hear it. They all ganged up on him. It made it look like he was the kook when obviously they were not just kooks. They lied. They lied. And when you lie about something that affects people like this, you need to go to jail. You don't need to be scorned. You don't need to just lose your job. You don't need to, oh, retire at 85 like Fauci's going to do. You need to go to jail. I don't care if you go to jail for 85 and die in a year. You should go to jail. Fauci should go to jail. Burke should go to jail. Redfield should go to jail for what they did. She's admittedly lied. 
admittedly lied. This is why Republicans need to win. One of a million reasons why Republicans need to win November. So starting in January, we can have hearings about this. We can have hearings about real things in January. Maybe January 6th of 2023, we can have real hearings starting. I like that idea. In fact, they should do it starting on January 6th, just to make a point of next year. Two years after the great insurrection. What a fucking joke. They should have real hearings on TV, primetime every night for a month, showing the lies that Burks and Fauci and Redfield and company told. Once again, and this is another reason why I don't want Donald Trump anywhere near the White House, he put these people front and center for months when it should have been Scott Atlas who was front and center from day one. These people were lying, but they pushed his fake vaccines. They pushed his Operation Warp Speed vaccines. You know, Biden is so demented that he doesn't he forgets that they they did the sleight of hand where they made the Trump vaccine the Fauci Biden vaccine. He blames Trump for being anti-vaccine when Trump was the one who pushed Operation Warp Speed and put millions and millions of dollars into developing this shit. Let's not let people rewrite history. We know what happened here. We know what happened. And they are admitting they lied. And the reason why she's so dumb is to admit she lied is because she's trying to all of a sudden rewrite history and put herself on the right side of history. That's just what she's trying to do. She sees what's happened. She sees it's becoming obvious to the world now that these vaccines were shit and that people were hoodwinked. And now she's trying to be on the right side of history. Pretend she's on the right side of history. This is not a mea culpa. A mea culpa is I lied, and I shouldn't have lied. I lied to make it seem like we can get back to normal, to lie to people, to make them think they can get back to normal, to put billions in the pockets of my friends in Big Pharma, and I lied, and I'm sorry for that. And if she said that, maybe I would say she shouldn't go to jail, probably still should, but they should definitely put her in jail because she's not lying. She's not giving a mea culpa. She's not apologizing for what she did. Of course, Fauci would never apologize. Fauci is not even admitting as much as she is. He still says they're great vaccines. Like Biden. Like that fool. Like that old fool. So, you know, we have to... This whole idea, what the the Democrats and people like Burks and Fauci want us to do is they they want us to think that we've had some victories now. We're going to get past COVID and just forget what they've all done. You know, because we want to get past COVID and we don't want to hear about it anymore. People say I shouldn't talk about it anymore. That's what these people want. They want to slink away and we can't let them slink away. I'm going to make the comparison again. And if you don't like it too fucking bad, we can't let them slink away. Just so we couldn't let Hitler slink away. Just like we couldn't let those Nazi prison guards slink away. Those Nazi prison guards were 85, 90 years old and we put them in jail. Right? Those guys were in their 70s, 80s, even older, and we still went after them. And if we found them, we put them in, we tried them and put them in jail. We didn't just forget. Remember, never forget. Never forget, right? Well, we should never forget any atrocity. And this was an atrocity, an absolute atrocity perpetrated upon millions of people in this country and around the whole world.
But Democrats will never admit failure. They'll never admit they lied. They'll never – they want to keep control. Look, that's why I've said the Democratic Party needs to be eradicated because they'll always want to do things like this. They'll always – their knee-jerk reaction will always be control. Their knee-jerk reaction will always be throw bad money at bad money. Their knee-jerk reaction will always be state of emergencies. Like I've said, Gavin Newsom has kept California in a state of emergency going on three years now. Going on three years now, he's done this. So these people are always going to, they're always going to be the same. They're never going to change. They're never going to change. Just remember, March, whatever it was, 15th, let's say, 2020. Just give us 15 days. They said, just give us 15 days. I know we say that all the time, but that's what they said. Where are we now? I lose track. Day 850? Something like that? Could it be 900? Getting close to it. So they lie. And they continue to lie. Daniel. Hold on a second, Daniel. I'll get you right on there. Hello, Daniel. What's up? Hey, my... So um, as I've, I've wondered before is um, how much of how much of this is intentional? I mean, we, we know there's certain players, um, uh, pharmaceutical industry, for example, um, this was intentional. Uh, the way this all played out, they, they did it in 2009 with the uh, phony swine flu pandemic. Um, and they, they, they took that playbook and expanded upon it. Then their question is, how much is this is, is it kind of a ghost in the machine? We have public health systems set up. We have legislation. We have all kinds of, of, of um, rules and, and protocols that, that are followed when it comes to things like infectious disease and public safety, et cetera. And there, there are ghosts in that machinery. That is, we, 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 don't, we don't understand the machinery that we have created. So yes, much of this, much of this is intentional. Much of this was caused by people like Burks and Fauci, people that, that knew better and, and did it. Nevertheless, people like Ferrer, um, that doesn't know better and simply followed. And then there's just the ghost of the machine following, following um, protocols, following legislation, following p- public health policies, whether they were, whether they were conventional, this certainly was not, or whether they were newly implemented. Um, so it's, I know it's real, it's tempting. It's, it's always tempting to try to um, say, this is all about control. This is all about X, Y, Z, whatever. And, 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 you know, reduce it to some small number of variables. Uh, this evil was far more complex than this. You know, this, uh, it, I keep, I'm reminded quite often of the good German in, in, in Nazi Germany, um, where they, just, where they just simply said, we didn't know. We didn't know any better. We didn't know this was happening. Um, you know, ghosts in the machine. They're just going along. They're, they're kind of minding their business. They're, uh, following rules, they're following laws, they're following protocols, whatever, and um, the evil is happening, right, you know, right under their nose. Well, and and it's 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 obvious that we're not going to get any kind of play from the mainstream media for this ever. Not never. Not now. Not two years from now. Not five years from now. We're never going to get any play. In fact, what they will do is what they've always done, which is protect the Democrats. 
protect these liberals. That's what that's what they're going to do. Just like we're seeing now with with a reception with a recession. We are obviously in a recession, but the Democrats once again they want to change the definition of everything, right? They want to change the definition of everything. If something doesn't go their way, they they just have their own narrative that kicks in, and they can just change the definition of science, change the definition of health, change the definition of what a state of emergency should be. They just do whatever they want to do, and we're seeing. They're seeing big tech once again, just like big tech kissed their ass and played defense for them for two and a half years on COVID of, with, with, with destroying people's reputations and blocking people and, and canceling people and censoring people. We're seeing them do it again now with this. We saw Wikipedia, Wikipedia, Jim Cernovich put out a, a tweet showing how Wikipedia changed overnight, meaning last night, the definition of recession. And then locked it so no one could change it. And we're seeing this from big tech once again, defending the Democrats, trying to help Biden and showing how they're a politically motivated entity. And as I have said from day one, big tech, big government, big media, big pharma, all in this together. Absolutely. But, Mike, you have to remember that um, I think primarily – or I just suggest this to you, that it's not just the media protecting the left. It's not just the media protecting the Democrats. It's the, primarily the media protecting itself. Case in point was 2003 through 2005, as the media was exaggerating Iraqi WMD claims and blowing that up into a full-scale invasion of a country that just had, we had no reason to invade. And then what happens? Finally, about as much as two years later, the media finally starts saying, oh, you know, they're, they're, they're very subdued, mea, mea culpa. Um, we made some mistakes. Um, so, so they're, they're going to primarily protect themselves first and foremost. Um, it, the, the fact that they that many media outlets lean left and are going to have that sort of bias and are going to have that sort of predisposition to protecting the left. Yeah, that's tr- true. But the media is mostly going to be protecting themselves. That's what they did then. Even in the case when it was George Bush, a Republican, launching this ill-fated uh, um, adventure in, in the Middle East. Well, yes, and and and, and yeah, and you know, speaking of ill-fated adventure, have you seen the um, the cover of Vogue with the uh, with with uh, Zelensky? Yeah, yeah, he's he's got he's got time to do some fashion shoots, doesn't he? I wonder if he, if he can send me an eight by ten glossy signed and, and yeah. uh, imagine hanging down on my wall next to my four Beatles photos from the White Album. Uh, my question is, and maybe you can answer, maybe you can't. Are, are they are they trolling us? Is this a big troll? I mean, you know, I, I have a, a long standing hypothesis that um, that. We we haven't heard from from a long time from Silicon Valley talking about the next big thing. They were always talking about the next big thing for the last twenty years. You know what's the next big thing? There's been no talk of that. I think that's because the next big thing is manipulation of us, and, and they can't tell us what the next big thing is because that would ruin the next big thing. And that's what we're seeing right now. We're seeing mass manipulation, and we there's many many test cases that they are, that they are running up to beta test this ability to to manipulate us. We right now have a Supreme Court justice justice because of this mass manipulation through through social media does not cannot or does not or will not tell us the definition of woman. <laughs> right, right. Could Everything. you ever have imagined in your yeah. life 
that a learned person of sufficient background to be nominated to the Supreme Court of the yeah. United States would ever say something as asinine as that. Well, Democrats want to change the definition of man, woman, recession, anything they see fit, they want to change the definition of. It has to, as long as it, it fits their narrative, right? So they have to change the definition. Of and everything. now they can. Through social yeah. media, they have the ability to do that. Social media has the ability to do that. And if it's right. the Democrats this time, it could be the Republicans next time. Our, but, our enemy here is media, whether it's the mainstream media or it's, it's social media. That That is where the problem lies. And they are going to protect themselves. They are going to have biases, uh, whether it's you know political biases, but they are primarily going to protect themselves because they're going to protect the bottom line. And, and, and so we have to, I think we have to make this, this, in order to fix this ghost, the ghost in the machine, as well as the, as well as the abject evil in this machine. But do you think this is a little less good propaganda? Is this a good propaganda? I mean, how obvious do you have to be? You put, you're, you're putting the president of this war torn country that needs all this money and his wife on the cover of Vogue. I mean, it, well, who, how yes. stupid do they believe people are? They're, they're stupid as most Americans are, as stupid as most people are. Mike, you got to always remember that half of our population approximately has an IQ less than 100. That's not good. And they and they can, and even to people that are even smart people can be sold ideas that are just 180 degrees antithesis of everything that they know. You can look and see this example in many physicians across this country when it comes to the SARS-CoV-2 virus, right. when it comes to SARS-CoV-2 uh, vaccinations, when it comes to masks. People can be convinced of a lot. There are some some people that are really susceptible to this, and it's going to be a, a phenomenon that's going to be, I think, under that is going to be investigated for decades after after this event that we've gone through the last two and a half years. Yeah, and and you know it's we knew this was we knew this guy was like a just a a celeb a made up celebrity from day one Zelensky once again another media creation when we saw like people like you know uh, Hollywood types going there and he was doing literally these photo a comedian with, yeah he was a comedian he was right. a comedian and, and and there's there's videos out, out there of him I can't remember what he was spinning but he was on some mock game show. Uh, and, and, and he was nude except for something covering his crotch. And he was like spinning something supposedly on his tool. Uh, it, it, and it's just it, this guy became the president of a country. Yeah, well, he became the president of a country once again. I'm starting to believe the idea that every every leader of every country is installed. Every leader of every country is the one that needs to be installed at that moment as installed at that moment. And this guy was obviously installed in order to be this faux celebrity, faux hero for the West, you know, this, this pseudo hero um, standing up to the tough Vladimir Putin, you know, where, oh my God, this guy is so, this guy is funny, right? This guy's got personality. This guy's got pizzazz. The cameras love this guy, unlike Putin, right? Who's old, well, old and, and supposedly sick and on his last leg. Of course, that's all bullshit too, made up. You yeah. know, so it's, it's amazing how, this is, I mean, could Orwell have been more correct? But you know, so. Ukraine is such a corrupt, very corrupt country. And, and I can just imagine, I mean, Zelensky was in office far before this business started with Russia. And I can just imagine, just like in high school, I don't know what your high school was like, but mine, we would do things like we would vote the 
least popular person possible to be president of her class. Right. And, and, and so I can just see the Ukrainians voting this comedian into power just because their, their country is so corrupt and voting him into power is a statement, which is basically saying our country's a joke. It is. It's, the whole thing's a joke. And the fact that we've, we've sent them so much money, billions and billions of dollars. And once again, this is once again like 1984, where we're told that, was it, Eurasia was winning when they weren't. And so the, the Americans are being sold, not just Americans, but much of, the, much of the West are being sold this bill of goods that this, this great hero, this superhero, Zelensky, is, is uh, you know, who, who's so photogenic, is winning. He's defeating Putin, when of course he's not. And once, well, about all, five, once this is all se- settled, it, Ukraine will be ashes. Yeah, he's about five four, uh, st- five four, and is is uh, stocking uh, feet, and, and he, he wears yeah. a, a, a green t-shirt. Yeah, Putin's and, very uh, smart. He's killing Ukraine by you know a million paper cuts. Yeah, and therefore yeah. it doesn't look as bad that as if he went in and wiped them all out in a day and a half. Which of course you know he could have if he wanted yeah. to. He didn't want to do it that way, which is very for, for PR purposes, and that yeah. makes sense. But yeah, this well, is absolutely ridiculous that you have this guy who's supposedly in the middle of this horrible war where supposedly all of his people are dying. All the thousands and thousands of soldiers and civilians are dying and he poses for Vogue with his wife. I mean, it, 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 this, is, this is beyond insane. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's beyond insane. Um, I'm, I'm going to get off, but I want to leave one. What, you, you asked the question. You need a donut. You got to go to Bob. He wants, he, you know. You'd rather eat donuts than talk to me, which is, I think, very depressing. No, no, no. I've got M- I've got peanut M and M's tonight, so that's a really, oh, okay. comp- that's that's really tough competition, Mike. I mean, yeah, it is. Shouldn't it feel is. bad about you shouldn't be feel bad about coming in second place to peanut M and M's. But I, I want to, to to leave you with one uh, last night. You asked earlier in your show if giving multiple vaccinations can lead yes. to a, dec- a decrement in immune. Uh, a response. And the answer is yes. And this is something, this is like one of the first lectures I had in medical school um, was, was about this sort of thing and, and, and many other sort of overview topics. Um, and, and it's called immune, immune exhaustion. Mm-hmm. And the, the bad thing about immune exhaustion is you, you, know, you don't do a weekend at Bernie's and come back for refreshed, you know, it's permanent. Right. You can't, and, right. And it's a piece, you mean it's your, a dec- your immune system doesn't rebuild, right? It doesn't rebuild. It's a decrement. It's a decrement. It's a process that's related to adaptive immunity. Right. So there, so, so it's a specific to a specific antigen. In this case, a specific virus, and it's mediated by T cells, and those T cells become ineffective at dealing with that particular virus, and it can have cross reactive consequences as well. So it's a, it's a decrement in T cell performance because of repeated exposure to antigens. One of the first things lectures we had in, in, in medical school um, in, in immunology was was one of the most memorable. And it's something that when I, I when I when I've been trying to talk to people about uh, immune system uh, questions over the last two and a half years, it's something that I always harken back on. And, and so let's, let, let me just try to make this quick and, and I'll leave you. But the, the, the first, the, the first, very first lecture was, was talking about how you can give a specific antigen in one dose and you get absolutely no immune response. Mm. Give it in a bit higher immune uh, uh, dosage and you get a whopping immune response. Take a different antigen, give it in a small dose, you get a whopping response. Take, put it in a higher concentration, no response. 
do it, it, wait until someone's thymus, which is the main organ in your body that mediates learning self versus non-self, which is what the immune system is about. Wait until the thymus matures, which is somewhere around age 13 is when it starts regressing, when it's fully done its job. Wait until after that, and you can have those results, those results depending on uh, concentration. You can have it entirely flip. And then you can, in addition to that, you, you expose the immune system to an antigen once, you get a good response. If you have the right concentrations, et cetera, right dosages, expose it multiple times, and you decrement the response. The right. immune system is so incredibly, incredibly complicated. And, and this is the one thing that I wanted to convey people over the last two, two and a half years when talking about it, it is so incredibly complicated. And we get this, this cardboard cutout depiction of the immune system from the mainstream media as though it's just about antibodies being formed, whether due to a vaccine right. or exposure to a virus. And that's it. That's our entire immune system. And the antibodies come in there and they take care of their, they're, they're the good guys and they take care of the bad guys and it's over. And all you, it, it is way, way infinitely more complex than that. Getting into the major histopathic, histor compatibility Daniel. complex and Daniel, all this me, stuff. Thank you. But let me, let me let you, thanks, Daniel. I appreciate yeah. that. As always, as always, I appreciate it. I got, I got Lance who's chomping at the bit here. Hold on a second. Lance, I think you're, are you on Lance? Hello, Lance. What do you mean chopping at the bit? Me I see you you're waiting to go. You're, you're, raring, you're raring to go. Ah, always, right? In other yeah. words, what do you mean? I got Lance chopping at the bit. How did you know unless you experienced me before, right? <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. Okay, Mike, Mike, yeah. you're a conservative. You keep on saying that. You keep on like, no, no, your, no, every no, time you no, come on, you're like, you're modern, left, center, argue. right, one right, center, left of left. Who cares? Whatever. Okay, go ahead. I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> okay. My point is, okay, you're right or center. <laughs> there he goes again. How come, wait, no, wait, 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 how come being a far leftist no, I'm heterodox. I mean, I really do end up on the left on a lot of stuff. I think everybody should own guns. I think we should be the most well-armed people, whatever, whatever. Right? What I'm asking you is, Mike, you tend to be right or center. I'm far left. Why the fuck is it so much harder to debate lefties who I agree with 98% of the time I just want to hear it, man. 2% and no. you're total assholes. And I, yet you, who I disagree with a lot, I can actually converse, you know, intelligently with. I understand. You know you keep I mean? saying you disagree with me a lot. And you, everything you say, I agree with. You said you're a lefty who believes in guns. How many lefties think everyone should have guns? They want Most lefties want to get rid of the Second Amendment. You know that. Yeah, but here's my thing, man. You know where I got this from? You ever heard of the yippies? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's an actual party, right? Yeah, I, I, I know the yeah. yeah, no, but it's, so, but the fact of the matter is, I think we have to stop talking about like, yeah, but this is this is really known now, Lance, especially in the last five years or so that you can't argue. Uh, even when I was a progressive, I, I, I'd rather talk to like Trump supporters than a lot of fellow Democrats because hello? I, you could not talk to them. You could hello. Not, they want to cancel you right away. They want to call you a name right away. Hello. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, so check this out, right? This is fucking crazy. All right. So, okay. In the last few months, 
I had to have I had to have my car towed. I got a 2005 Toyota Corolla, but it's a really good car. I'd rather fix it than sell it. Okay, whatever. I had a couple of opportunities as a far lefty Bernie left of Bernie Sanders, you know, type guy, right? And I had an opportunity to sit in a triple A AAA vehicle because I had to have my car towed into the city with Trumpers. Yeah. Okay, and of course, the first words out of my mouth are the Democrats and Republicans both suck. And he's like, well, yeah, but you know, Biden, you know, Obama, Trump. I'm like, Trump hates you. In other words, what I'm saying, yeah, Mike, is that I don't just look for common ground. Okay, I fuck with these motherfuckers. I tell them how how Trump hates them. Right? How Trump made his money. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, exactly. Exactly. You know, but uh, are you still there, Lance? Did you drop out? Hello, Lance? Are you there? I think we lost Lance. I'll keep him on there, but I think we lost him. But no, this has been known. I, I spoke about this many times to my fellow, my friends when I was you know, uh, on the Bernie Sand, you know, Bernie Sanders campaign, I I could not talk to Democrats. I couldn't talk Democrats about issues. I could only talk to Trump supporters because they would not cancel you. They would not call you a name and cancel you and leave and say, "Oh, the you're a you're a this you're a that." I don't want to talk to you anymore. They actually were able to talk to you, and you would argue, and you you know you disagree on a lot of things. I found this when I was at the Nevada caucus the Nevada debate uh, in 2020 for the 2020 campaign. And I could not talk to Democrats. I could talk to Trump supporters. I had more camaraderie and more fun talking to Trump supporters than I had talking to Democrats. And this is, you know, working on the Bernie Sanders campaign. So, but they've only gotten a hundred million times worse. They've only gotten a hundred million times worse since COVID. I'm sorry. You're back, Lance. They've only gotten worse since COVID with this shit. You cannot talk to the left. You cannot have a discussion with the left. All they want to do is cancel you if you don't agree with them 110%. But I'm a far lefty. You see what I mean, Mike? You know what I mean? It's like, where the fuck do I go? Well, I think you just need to not worry about categorizing yourself or others and just believe what you believe. And have 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 discussions with people about what you believe, and that's. Can I ask you a question? Yeah, go ahead. How old are you? Uh, I just turned fifty-one. Oh, really? Okay, so you're almost in my uh, age group because I'm sixty-five, and every motherfucker my age is an asshole. They're a bunch of fucking bullshit (laughs) fart. How the fuck? How the fuck? To my fellow boomers, I don't care what part of the spectrum you're on. We grew up with like the JFK assassination, the MLK. We know the whole system sucks. Right. How the fuck did any boomer, you know, get to embrace Trump? And I'm not talking about embracing Trump because he's like, you know, it's like, fuck, how do we get so stupid? I don't know. On the left and the right. I don't look. I, I, 
I think that Trump, and this was talked about, and people on both sides of the political aisle got nervous when this happened, especially Bernie supporters. I think Bernie and Trump, even though you can say, in a way, they represent different political ideas and spectrum. No, they're no, twin sons of a different mother. I'm saying. People, people on the left were attracted to Bernie Sanders for the same reason people on the right were attracted to Donald Trump. They were outside the establishment, and people got tired are getting tired of the same establishment people droning on and droning on and giving promises and lying and lying and never delivering and these lifelong professional establishment politicians people on both sides of the aisle are getting tired of this and that right. is what gave birth to Trump and Bernie yes let me let me let me throw like an incredibly bizarre anecdote at your way, right? Okay, my brother-in-law, okay, my sister's husband, yeah, is Alex from. Do you remember the show? You're old enough to remember, uh, Family Family Ties. Yes, of course, absolutely, yeah. Right, Michael J. Fox. It's what made him yes. made his name. Right, right? on Family Ties. Absolutely, you're right. Yeah. Okay, my sister. Married that character. Okay? Oh, you mean that, that kind of a guy? That kind of a guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was from Staten yeah. Island. Check yeah. it out. <laughs> Staten Island. It's hey, I'm from, right? Staten Island. I'm from Staten Island. I'm from Staten Island. You know what? You know what, Mike? I've listened to your show a few times, and it's like I listen, and I agree, and I disagree, and it's like, who cares? You're a real dude. So check this out, right? My brother-in-law's father... Ran uh, one of the um, Staten Island Ferry. He was the captain of the Staten Island Ferry. Really? Yeah. I took it. I took it all the time. I used to take it all the time to work when yeah. I worked in there. Oh my god! Is there a better view? No, it's a great so view. You it's go fantastic. out for fifty cents. Check it out, Mike. Right? You yeah. go out for fifty cents, but then you come back. That view when you come back, because when you're going out, you're just going out to Staten Island and whatever, right. you know. Okay. But when you take the trip back, the yep. trip back to Staten Island Fair, when you just see it gets bigger and bigger, it's like the whole South Island, and like you know what I mean. I recommend that to every tourist to take. Oh a my god, how cheap is that shit? It costs thirteen dollars uh, to go up in the. I, you know what? I lived in New York City for several years. I never went up in the fucking, uh, you know, Empire State Building. When I took the Staten Island fairly several times, man, that view yeah. coming back, when you just see oh. the island from the south grow bigger and bigger, come on, man, you know, right? And it's free. By the way, it's free. It's not, there's no charge. Hello? It's free. Oh, yeah, no, it that... costs 50 cents. It costs what? It costs 50 cents. It's not free. N Did they raise <laughs> right? it? Did you they know. make it fifty cents? Because it was yeah, free. Yeah. You know. Oh. But 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 to get back to my point, what was I talking about before? About oh, uh, you know, me being you said you love me. You were saying you love me. No, but uh, no, no, but like about liberals, about uh, you know, talking to liberals. Yes, I know, I know, I know. But, I get it. I to I totally get it, Lance. I really do. As a total lefty, what I'm saying is that. Is that, is that, is that, is that it used to be that the lefties had the sense of humor and the righties were all the stick up their ass assholes, you know? And it's like, right. 
Okay, so. But now it's the opposite. Now it's reversed. Yeah, so I, you know. It's reversed. The left has no sense of humor anymore. The left has zero right, sense so, of humor. You know, so I I had two, you know, opportunities to have my car towed by AAA. And they were choppers. And I challenge them. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, I talk about how I think the Democrats suck as much as the Republicans, et cetera, et cetera. But then I go, I dive right in. I say, no, no, no. Trump, bad. He fucks you, right? And I talk the language of the people, you know, that I'm talking to, right? And I'm well, saying to these guys that Trump hates you. Trump wants to pay 50 cents on the dollar to contractors. You know what I mean? I'm talking to people who have, you know, baseball cat, triple A, you know, and I say, he hates you. He wants you to make less. He wants, he wants to fuck you. Trump don't care about you. You know what I mean? Although under Trump, gasoline was half the price and, and inflation was 1%, not 9%. So right now, Biden is fucking over most blue collar workers. Biden is fucking over this. Look, the fact of the matter is, is that you could look at certain things Trump did before he was president as a, you know, as a business guy. And many people I know in New York hated him. You know, they never liked him. They thought he was, you know, abrasive and abusive. Just, you know, he talks like an idiot sometimes and, and could be a very no, abrasive guy. He talks when like you look at the economy. When you look at the economy, there's no, there's no doubt the economy was much better under Trump. Much better. What? 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 What's better? I mean, we're under we're in a recession now under Biden. We never went into a recession under Trump. You know. No, no, so no, no. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, Mike, 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 Mike. Let me, let me, let me just say this. Okay. Donald Trump, Joe Biden, Hillary Clinton, Bill Clinton, Barack Obama. None of them give a fuck about you. Well, that can no, be... no, no, no. Listen to me. Listen to me. I'm saying some people. Many, many people would agree with that. Many people would agree with that. I, I, I don't know. I mean, look, I don't know any of them personally. I really don't. I've never met. Have I met any of those people? No, I met. None Al of them give a fuck about you. You, you. Look, let me explain something. Politicians. Okay, so. We have something called Western civilization. In other words, listen to me a second. Mike, I might I might be able to school you on a couple things, right? School me, baby. No, no, no. So we go back to say ancient Greece or before that, ancient Egypt, uh-huh. Roman Empire, right? We're we're a product of all that. We're yeah. Right? Yeah. And it's always about the haves versus the have-nots. People right. who got it and people who don't. Yeah. Trump got it. Therefore, he don't give a fuck about you. Right. Joe Biden don't give a fuck about you. Politicians, look, let me explain something. If you go back and you look at the hierarchy. Right. Of ancient Greece, ancient Rome, right? Ancient, you know, Egypt. There's a hierarchy. There's the king or the pharaoh or yeah. whoever. 
Okay. Then there's uh, maybe the the clerics, right? The, the intellectuals, the, the, you know, yeah. feudal, the, the clergy, you know, who have the knowledge. Right? And then there's the knights, the ones who fight the war. Then there's the politicians. Yes. They don't have politicians. The politicians are barely one notch above the proletariat. There's the working poor and there's slaves, right? Serfs, you know, uh, feudal, whatever. Serfs, they're slaves, or whatever, right? They're slaves. Then there's the working poor, those just above them, right? Then there's another group called the petty bourgeoisie. You know what the petty bourgeoisie is? That's the people that are craftsmen. You right. know what I mean? They make right. stuff. You yeah. know what I mean? They're just like, they're just good at, you know, crafting metal or, you know, whatever. But they have no power. Right. That's the petty bourgeoisie. The ones that actually manage to make stuff that works for the proletariat. Above them is the politicians. So the politicians historically are very low on the totem pole. Right. Right. That's true. Yeah. Okay, so we're not going anywhere. We're not going to. Oh, wow. Let's get 100 percent of the politicians on our side. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that would be better than what we have now. But they're still not going to have really much power because whether you go back to ancient Egypt or now, the fucking people with the money are going to control us. And it's all about fighting them every minute of every day of our life. It's it's true. You're right. It is. Absolutely. And you know what? I think we now have more of a means to fight back than we ever had before because we do have things like these podcasts, right? We do have people out there with a voice. We did, Let me tell you something. Just this one mask mandate in L.A. that they wanted to do for the 85th fucking time they're not going to do is because of people like us, because of people like me, because of people – who have a voice saying, we're not going to take it anymore. We're not going to take your shit anymore. We're not going to comply. And I think now we have more of a means to fight back. We really do. I think, I think people are starting to realize that we are more powerful. And as the Constitution was written, it the people are supposed to be more powerful. We, the people, are more powerful. We, the people, are the ones who run this country, not the people we elect, not the people we pay. Okay, and I think people are starting to find. I don't don't want to seem too optimistic because I'm usually not an optimistic kind of guy and very cynical, like you are, Lance. But I think we are now finding ways to fight back and change this power structure that you're talking about. That's been one way for so long. But Mike, you're right of center. I'm far left. There he goes again. And yet, and yet, wait a minute, though. And yet, you and I can sit here and disagree. But my far lefty friends got their heads so far up their asshole, they don't even understand who their common enemy is. Totally. 100%. You're right, Lance. Lance, I have to let you go because I have to wrap up the show. I have to wrap up the show. But thanks for calling. As always, you're, you you know, one of my favorite callers, Lance. And you too, man. You're one of my favorite shows to call in on, man. Thanks. You know what I mean? We got a lot of common ground, however much we disagree. And it's all of us radicals that are going to change shit. It's not the mushy middle. It's a radical right, radical left. That You know what I mean? Absolutely. You're right, Lance. Thanks, Lance. Thank you very much for calling in. I appreciate it. I did want to just wrap up with a couple of things, all right? Just a couple of things before I end the show. One is 
BART, the BART Board of Directors, BART, you know, BART is the Bay Area Rapid Transit. It connects San Francisco to the East Bay, Oakland and Berkeley and such. The BART Board of Directors voted today to reinstate, well, not reinstate, reinstate. It's been going on. Of course, no one follows it, but they want to, they want to extend their mask mandate until October 1st. 15 days to slow the spread. Biden said, just wear math for the first 100 days of my uh, administration, my presidency. That would take us to, what, April of uh, last year, April of 2021. And here's Bart, these schmucks, these total idiots who have destroyed a system. Let me tell you, the Bay Area Rapid Trade, the reason why people know about Bart around the country is because it was a very popular system. It was one of the best systems. It was a model for other systems. They've trashed it. You, you have to wear masks. That's, if you don't wear a mask, you're breaking the law. But you can do crack and meth on the fucking trains, which they do. People piss and shit and do crack and meth and rape and rob on the trains. That's all fine as long as you're wearing your mask. These people, Bevan Dufty, Humpty Dufty, as I like to call him, is one of the top guys you hear about on this BART board. He's the one who makes these decisions, have ruined it, have totally destroyed one of the best transportation systems in California. Destroyed it. No one's taking it anymore. And they think extending this mass mandate to October 1st is going to make more people want to take BART? They're already down like 90% ridership since March of 2020. These idiot lefties, these schmuck liberals who destroy everything they touch. So there's that. And what else? Oh, one more thing. Uh, there's already been a victory for the Republicans. They won 10 nothing. Uh, Greg Stubbe, Republican from Florida, pitched a masterful five innings and allowed three hits and no runs as the Republicans beat the Democrats 10 nothing in their annual baseball game. I think this is the second year in a row. Republic- they hadn't won in a long time. And now they've won in back-to-back years, and they're going to win big in November. There's more to talk about, but we've been on for over an hour. I want to thank my callers who called in, Daniel, Lance, everyone listening. Uh, This has been in Let's Be Heard. My name is Mike Cachopoli. And remember, always remember, vote Democrats out of office. Vote them out now. Thanks for listening, and I'll speak to you tomorrow.